Turn up, tune in, get loose. Culture gang for the king, yeah, we making moves. Yeah. Talk it every day, yeah, we bring the good news. Culture gang, culture gang, we ain't never finna lose. Culture gang, what up? Culture gang, what up? Culture gang, culture gang, yeah, yeah, that's us. Culture gang, what up? Culture gang, what up? You are now tune in, culture gang, what's up? Yo, what's the deal, everybody? This is Culture Gang, the Culture Gang podcast gang, gang. is live gang, and direct. Gang. We are here in the building, man. Gang, gang is in the building, man. Tonight is a little different. We coming live and direct, man. Like we've been pushing all weekend, man. We've been live. We we've been direct, man. So let's have it, man. Big rise in the building. Say what up, Ra? What's going on? We're live, man. This is such a a blessing to be here once again, even though we're not in person. We're still together, you know what I mean? So I'm happy to be here, man. Let's do it. Episode four. Yes, sir. And protect your neck. CK is in the building. Protect yo, yo, culture gang. What's up? <laughs> yeah. yeah. We live. You know, we, we ready, man. Let's. Yeah. We hype. I'm hype. Yeah. Uh, we uh, yeah we all hype man because you remember last season man like when we started doing the little stream and that's when it started really jumping so you know what i'm saying <laughs> like stuff always happened during our live stream so we don't know what's gonna happen tonight man but we thank y'all for being a part thank y'all for tuning in man like share subscribe all of the things man trust me man put us out there man we get we we putting out good content and we want to make sure that you're enjoying yourself so man like i said like us Follow us, subscribe to us, man. Culture Game Podcast, man. Listen, man, uh, we making a little bit of changes to the scenery. As you can see, man, there's some things that's different tonight, you know, versus what we did last season. So we we're gonna attribute that to some group. We're gonna attribute that to some some more hands being in the pot, you know, with some more uh, experience and helping us out in other areas, man. So with that being mm-hmm. said, man, continue to look out. For the new changes, man, coming up, man. But for tonight, man, we definitely got to shout out our brother CK, man. He's the reason you well, we we look a little bit more professional tonight. So he <laughs> is the definitely the reason for that. So shout out to to protect your next CK for man for 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 making us look good, man. But I, I'm excited, man. But thank you, thank you, CK. Thank you so much, man, for for doing uh doing this. You didn't have to, man. You didn't have to share resources, but you know, to God be the glory, of course, in all things. And, um, you know, but, you know, you, you got those things that, that helped us, man. So let's go, man. I'm getting y'all ready for the show, man. Y'all ready? Let's go. Well, let's do it. All right. So, so big ride, you know, when we was, you know, put coming together, putting up content, putting together content for the show, big ride hit us with something over the weekend and he was a little heated. And, you know, when, (laughs) when gentle giants get heated, it's a problem. It's problem. If, if you ever seen oh, Ron man. personally, he's a gentle giant, man, humble man. But he, through the text, you know, he's like the humble general of the group. Like, he'll he'll come at us, but it, it don't <laughs> seem like it. It don't really seem like it. But then, you know, we would kind of just kind of get ourselves together. But, um, Ron, man, you had something that was really, really bothering you, man. So, you know, um, talk about it, man. Oh, Let, man. Let's talk about it. Yeah, man. This, this is crazy, man. So, last week, um or into the weekend last weekend uh i read about um there was all these notifications about brett Favre and and uh welfare and misuse and mississippi and all this stuff and i'm like what's what's up with this um so as i'm reading it i'm like so apparently this man now brett Favre. if people don't know let's start off right there if people don't know if you don't watch football um he was a quarterback for the Green Bay Packers, right? For like 15, 20 years, something like that. So 
personally, I never liked him on the court on the field because I'm an Eagles fan. So, you know, but that's a different story. And I feel like he's kind of overrated. But as I read this story, I was like, are you serious? Like his daughter has. So he used welfare money that's supposed to be allocated to the the residents in Mississippi. He used partly part of that money towards building a volleyball stadium, a volleyball court for his daughter. Now, mind you, this man has made hundreds of millions of dollars, hundreds of millions of dollars, like over his career. He's made a ton of money. So I was just so heated, man. I'm like, there's so just because of your name alone, you could have just raised the money. You know what I mean? Like he could have had fundraisers or whatever. And it could have been, I, I think it would have been done with, with an ease. You know what I mean? Like just because of his name. So why do you feel a need to, to try to game the system to take from the most uh, less fortunate, the most poorest people literally in the country, like in the, in the country of America, Mississippi is one of the, uh, the poorest states, but so you're, you're going to take from them to build a volleyball stadium. I mean, to me, it's just the epitome of rich privilege. <laughs> uh, and, and so I, I just want to, before I can get into it a little bit more, but I just kind of want to throw it to you guys to see uh, how you guys feel about it, man. Cause um, obviously I was heated and I just, I couldn't believe that that he would do that. But at the same time, um, if you look at his track record, he's done and said some very questionable and selfish things throughout his his time of being uh, popular and being a, a quarterback and all of that. So but, yeah, I'm, I'm going to leave it right there and I'm going to pass it to you guys to see what's your take on it. I'm going to go ahead and throw it right to CK. Received, brother, received. Yo, it's, you know, like like you said, you know, rich privilege. Um, it's a hurt piece, you know, to considering, like like you said, I believe I just heard in that same report um, that Mississippi is actually the poorest state uh, in the U.S. And right now they're struggling with a lot of different things, you know, clean water, just food, right. you know, basic necessities for those who are living, you know, in poverty pretty much, you know, essentially. And for this man, like you said, of all people who could have, you know, I, I feel like for him, that's like snack money almost, you know, like $5 million. He could have easily pulled that out of something. He could have easily contacted any number of his old NFL buddies and said, hey, could y'all donate to the cause, you know, to raise that money, you know, but, you know, to 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 team up. I think it was talking about he teamed up with the governor to kind of right. have, you know, welfare funds funneled to the college to build a stadium of all things, a volleyball stadium like you know, nothing against the sport of volleyball and volleyball players, but, you know, there are people out there, they're hungry children, you know, there are teachers who could definitely use a raise and use some supplies and things of that nature. You know, there's moms, you know, single mothers out there that are struggling, you know, to, to, to feed the family, to keep the bills, you know, paid to, you know, that they want to live in a better neighborhood or do something better with their lives. And yet, you know, we're, we're taking money. We're essentially taking food out of their mouths, off their plate, to build a stadium like come on for real 
Like, uh, I, I get you. I feel you. I feel you on that, right? I really do. Yeah, man. Um, CK, like, yeah, you said a lot. And um, like I said, I read it. I read through it. I even, you know, let it play as I was going to work and trying to listen to the audio, which kind of was like annoying because it was like this robotic voice and it was just whatever. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, it just it, it. The thing is, the rich always get richer, you know, and this is just another way that the rich get richer. Um, they continue to take from those that are less fortunate, um, just like they overtax them, overtax middle class and, and lower class. They overtax. They do different things. You know, they siphon from, you know, whatever resources they got. And they're going to just take from the poorest people and uh, try to make them, right. you know, pay it back. Um, and it's a shame because I didn't even know that Mississippi was the poorest state in, in in America. That's wow. That's that's and that. You know, upon hearing that, that makes this even worse. You know what I'm saying? It makes it even worse. Um, you know, Brett Favre, you know, I mean, I, I enjoyed his career. I, I, I like him. You know, I like his style of play on the field. But, you know, his character did show. It showed a lot during his football career who he really was. And he just generally was not a, a dude that was liked. Um, you know, they liked him on the field, but off the field, they – his teammates really didn't bang with him too much because, you know, his character was just shot. And this just feeds into that narrative that his character mm -hmm. is just no good. Um, how and CK, you put it beautifully, like, you know, how can you and Ryan, you did, too. How can you take, you know, you have millions and millions of dollars. How can you take from welfare, which is targeted for low income families, people that are struggling to get food and put food on the table? Why would you? co-conspire with the governor of said state to take from those people to build a stadium which you could just kind of pocket it out of your own um now i know that there are policies and procedures that you have to go through to get stuff like this done but they and like when you read the article they were fernango and stuff and they were just like kind of just working their way through all of these things there's always back channels and loopholes that they could take and they certainly took every last back hole and loophole to get it done but, you know, to take that from welfare, like out of all of the money that you could have funneled, you had to take it from welfare. You know, you had to target people that can't afford to put food on their tables every night. You had to target those people. You had to target that fund. And not only that, it was millions of dollars in welfare. Like, come on, man. Like you couldn't take that from somewhere else. Like, I, I just don't get it. I mean, I, I really don't get it. And it does break my heart because, you know, this plays into the narrative of um, like. There's nobody safe, like there's nobody safe at all. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, if 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 you can be taken from, you will get taken from from somebody like it. I, I, I really don't really have uh, like the the energy like. It's just sad. It really is. It's, it's really sad when you really think about, you know, all of this for a volleyball or like a volleyball stadium, a volleyball. Like I could see if it was football. I could see if it was basketball. <laughs> I could see if it was one of the major four sports that are played right, across the world. It's not even a major sport. It's not even a major sport. But because let's not forget his daughter. Mm hmm. His daughter was the main focus of why he wanted this. You know what I mean? And his daughter, I guess she's great at volleyball. You know, she got, probably got the same genetics from her dad, you know, the athleticism, you know, the drive to win and all of that stuff. But you, you, a volleyball stadium, though, 
Like, who really bangs with, like, do you get paid for playing volleyball? Like, do you get paid millions of dollars for that? Like, I'm not trying to be smart. Now, that's a good plays... question because some people, like, I, I don't know because it's not really talked about like that. Right. Like, you know, you know what I mean? Only time I hear about volleyball is the Olympics. For real, for real. That's yeah. the only time I hear about volleyball. And the only time I see volleyball on TV is the Olympics. That's it. Now, I mean, I know that it's a great sport and I, I'm not going to take anything for, away from the sport, but millions of dollars for a volleyball stadium that that houseway like <laughs> like why that that's that's the thing so you know for him to it's bad enough that he already has scrutiny on his name for other things that he's done in his career and in his life but to add on to add on to it with this come on bro nah yeah. that ain't it that don't fly yeah like like you said you you alluded to like his other you know his track record you know what i mean like um, he said some, I would say he's done a lot of things and he said a lot of borderline racist things, actually. Um, and, you know, so based off of that, like you said, you can tell this is just another uh, revelation of like what his character is. You know what I mean? Because, again, these this is the type of person who everybody loved when he was playing. Everybody was all over him. Everybody, you know what I mean? He couldn't do any anything wrong. And that's another thing that I heard somebody brought up um, about this topic that how now when this first released this information, not a lot of people was talking about it in the way that they would if uh, an NFL player got involved with drugs or if you know they they beat their wife or whatever, like nobody really was talking about it to the level to the same level. Now I'm not saying that no one talked about it. Period. I'm just saying if it was somebody a, a black person, let's keep it real. I don't think that it would have had the same type of coverage because you know what I mean. Like it, like again, it popped up, but I didn't. Nobody had talked about it. Um, um, so it's just they highlight whenever uh, the black athletes make mistakes to the 10,000th degree. And I'm not making any excuses for anybody, but I'm just saying you you can you can see that they're not consistent. You know what I mean? Based off of the the coverage of those two things. You know what I mean? So and again, for him to do this and like I, I mentioned to you guys earlier, there was other famous people that was involved with this previously uh not particularly this uh situation but this has happened before with people that who shouldn't be uh doing this they don't have any need to do this so um again is it's sliding it's rich privilege but it's also sliding to me into wife privilege uh because again because of because of the the clear unfairness of how people are, are talking about this and why it's not like it should be all over you know what i mean it should be all over this should be something that is highlighted because it's so egregious you know what i mean when you think about it that the fact that you would do this knowing that number one like we all said it's so easy for somebody of your caliber to to do that so why would you go that route you know what i mean and not just him, the governor, you know what I mean? Like who, 
you know, helped him out. You know what I mean? Like, you know, let him do what he wanted to do. And for him to be a city, an official, that's horrible on his part. You know what I mean? Um, so, yeah, look, look like CK was about to get into it. Yeah, I mean, you know, just agreeing with you. And, yeah, I, I was wondering when we were going to take it to that next level of, you know, moving it from, you know, your, your, your basic, you know, rich privilege to, you know, straight up, you know, white privilege. Um, you know, if, if it was a brother, uh, if it was a Hispanic person, if it was, you know, some other color, you know, would it have gotten to play as it, you know, as much as it, 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 it didn't, you know, would have gotten more, you know, more news, more broadcast, more, you know, let's talk about what's going on. You know, would it, you know, would it have even gotten to the point where the stadium was built? Like, let's, let's, let's get there. Like, would it have gotten that far? Like, come on. <laughs> like, you know, um, one of our uh, Facebook users dropped a comment, you know, saying that, you know, Brett Favre, you know, he could have easily, you know, paid for his money, paid for that himself or found a legal way to get that done. Like, I'm, I'm sure, you know, like we said, you know, like we hit on, he, he could have definitely have done that. And, you know, it's, it's a shame. Um, we should be outraged. Everyone should be outraged. It should be, you know, more clamor about it. You know, there there is a lot going on um, in the world, but you know, this is one of those things that shouldn't, you know, sneak sneak through the cracks. You know, that's a lot right. of money. You know, to people who don't have that kind of money, who might not ever see that kind of money in their lifetime, that's a lot of money. Um, and even when you're, you know, only getting a small piece of that pie. You know, it still goes a long way in helping out a family and in the fact of where it's coming from, you know, the channels that they took to to, you know, funnel those particular funds for things like WIC programs and, you know, paying for child care and Section 8 housing and things of that nature. Um, the fact that it's coming from there, you know, it's, you know, it, it's, you know, how it is. And, you know, just just want to note, just want to want to point it out is my, my legal counsel just told me that Brett Favre has said this is allegedly happened. He says that, you know, he's not guilty of this. So let's just put that out there, too. You allegedly, know. allegedly, you know, so, you know, in case y'all want to come at CG, um, we just want y'all to know that the man has said allegedly, but we're going to take it from you know, our, our understanding that whether it's alleged or not anything like this. And it's not like like Ross said, he's not the first one. And surely he's not the only one, you know, that have done things like this, not just in this instance, but in the past as well. So, you know, I, I don't really know what else we can say about and, it. It's, you know, you, you got it, bro. And and then to me, another issue with this is that it breeds more distrust in the government. Um, that a city uh, official, a governor will be involved in this because now you got you know, you would you you question, is it happening here? Is it happening where 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 you live? You know what I mean? Like, and you just don't know about it because they haven't found out yet. You know what I mean? Like, those are the type of things that that can come out of this when this stuff this kind of thing happens. So it's it's even worse, you know. Um, and I think this whole situation again should be highlighted. And it should, uh, you know, be pointed out, you know what I mean? Because, and they need to be held accountable for it. And again, like you said, we should have said in the beginning, allegedly that, you know, this situation, if they are found guilty, they need to pay the highest penalty for this. 
um, because you have people live people's lives at stake when you do this type of stuff. You know, like you said, you know, pregnant women with WIC and, you know, the fact that they also having issues with the water and in Mississippi and this this is not this this kind of stuff can't happen. You know, what I mean, it just can't happen. And I hope they don't try to ease the 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 penalty also. You know what I mean? Because they, they they do those things too. You know what I mean? Like so, they'll they'll call it out, but then they pretty much get off for it. You know, but if it again, if it was us, it would be a different story. You know, at least they would be calling for every type of penalty in the book. You know what I mean for us. You know, so I would hope that this would be the same thing for Brett Favre and the governor. Who else? Uh, who else was involved? It, it seems to me that it has to be more than those two people that was involved in this. It's too big of a of a uh, scam to have just them two. So whoever was culpable and they played a role in that, they should, uh, you know, be held accountable for that as well. So. Definitely, definitely, man. Um, you know, espionage, though maybe that's not the right word. Um, corporate greed has no color, no face. It, it's everywhere. Corporate greed. Uh, you know, <laughs> it's it's everywhere. Crooked politicians, like that plays right into that narrative of crooked politicians. That's why people don't want to vote. But that's another that's another story. That's another. It's another subject. Uh, we're not going to get into that because Lord knows we could talk about voting and you really, I mean, can you really trust anybody else but God? <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Um, but yeah, all of that, it's, it's a mess, man. It's a ball of mess. And um, let's not forget, he lives in Mississippi. Racist state. Um, he is a part of the good old boys club. Yes, that does exist. Is it exists. It exists. So when you're part of that, those kind of clubs and when you when you're of that elk and that status, um, things tend to get swept under the rug. Things tend to fall through the cracks. Things get tend to get patched up. He gets a slap on the head and he keeps right. going. Exactly. Um, so, you know, it is what it is, man. And, and all we can do is just just hope and pray that for the best solution and the best outcome. Um, and I, I know that um, that. It's a shame, man. It, it, it breaks my heart, but this is the world that we live in, and I'm not trying to, you know, soften it up or I'm trying to see. Try, I'm not trying to, you know, make it seem like oh, ho hum, woe was us or anything like that. But it is what it is, and 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 that's just the way it's going to be, and it's and it's not right, but that's what it is. It really is, man. It, it really is. So, um, dang. <laughs> Man, because like, I'm just really thinking about all the resources that were, you know, used up and all the resources that were funneled. And it's like, man, all of the issues that's going on in Mississippi, that money can be used to, to help out those issues like the water issue, like you said. And you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's crazy. It's, it's, it's really crazy. And it's, it's not right, man. And my heart breaks and feels for those for those that are in Mississippi. And of anything, you should be rioting this. <laughs> but that's <laughs> right. Yeah, you know that that's the stuff that you need to riot for. You know what I mean? But I'm not. Yeah, we need that <laughs> applause button right there. I'm not. Right. I'm not. <laughs> don't do that, CK. Don't do that. <laughs> I have people knocking on my door. No, sir. I'm good. I'm good. Um. But yeah, you know, 
these these are the things that that and I'm not you know promoting violence and I'm not pr- promoting anything that's going to you know uh, uh, result in in people getting hurt. But you know we do do peaceful process protest pro- mm, protest. I can't even thank you <laughs> <laughs> protest. We do do peaceful protest, and this is something that you know that the people of Mississippi should go to their to their city hall and 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 protest and really put put feet to the fire because. That start that kind of stuff has to stop, especially you know them being who they are and and what situation they're in. That stuff that can't go. But anyway, man, um, we pray the best solution possible for Mississippi, man. And um, I hope Brett Favre does feel bad about this, you know, by the coming to light. I hope he does. I hope he. I hope he does, because he deserves to feel bad for this. You know, something that, something that you could have taken care of. You know, with your own money, with you and your buddies, like CK say, y'all got NFL, you and your NFL buddies, y'all could have did that off your own dime. And you could have written it off and gotten it back with no problem. No problem. So anyway, man, any any last words before we move on? <laughs> any closing remarks before we move on? <laughs> Yo, as, as you see scrolling at the bottom of the screen, just to reiterate that Culture Gang does not promote violence or rioting. Uh, we do believe in peaceful protests. So, you know, this, this is one of those things where, you, you know, all, all jokes, you know, laughy, laughy, jokey, jokey. But for real, uh, we don't want to be, you know, the catalyst for uh, anything crazy going on. But, you know, listen, you know, thoughts and prayers are good, but so are actions. And, you know, sometimes we need Absolutely. to step up and do something. You know, we, we got to step up and do something and speak out. Um, when things like this happen, yeah, I was gonna start some trouble, but I, I think I'm gonna I'm hold my peace. I'm gonna hold my peace. <laughs> you look right like now. you was about to jump in because <laughs> I had it. I had it. Something just dawned on me. We said something earlier, and I, I don't know. I don't want to mess with that or not. But um, you know what? I, I will. Yeah, yeah. Why, why not? Right? Why not? Right? So we, we were talking earlier. Stuff kind of hit on you know because it was volleyball. So. As as sports fans, do you think we'd feel different if it was, you know, he, he built the basketball stadium as opposed to, you know, volleyball? Because we probably don't care about it too much unless it's the Olympics. But, you know, just throwing that out there. Nope. It would still be as wrong. But you know what? You know what? It, it, it might have gotten maybe that's probably why I didn't get as much coverage, maybe. Because it was volleyball, like if it was basketball, it could have been more, you know, you know, th- these are just theories. You know what I mean? I'm just saying, right. like, obviously, basketball or football or whatever, those major sports is more popular than volleyball. So that probably would have been, you know, something that would, you know, raise the awareness of it. But who knows? <laughs> Indeed. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows, man? So, you know, we we we, we wanted to, to, to the to the topic of the night, man. And and we've been, we've been pushing this and we've been talking about this, man. And, you know, just to put a cap on the, the, the last conversation and, and going into the new conversation, all that, all it has to do, all of that has to do with just taking advantage of things, taking advantage of things and, and, and being in that same mindset of taking advantage of things. Let's introduce tonight's main topic. Um, I was looking at a uh, a clip from Tim Ross. I, I watched Tim Ross, the basement. I, I I love his show. I love his um podcast. And um, you know, he said something that that really stood out to me, and I wanted to bring it to my guy's attention here. And um, he was talking about uh, creatives 
and creative gifts being kind of um, stifled, kind of being exploited and boxed into just the church building and nothing else. Um, we definitely going to get into it a little bit more, but I just want to introduce the topic and then the, uh, and pose the question. And I have a, like a real life scenario that I want to kind of um, work into it. Um, uh, and the question kind of goes like uh, like this. Why does the church exploit and, and limit creatives and outside endeavors, not just creative people with their arts and talents, but other people who have outside endeavors? Why do they limit that or why does the church limit that to just a building and, and, and in their personal kingdom? Why do churches do that? Why do churches feel the need to stifle creatives or limit them in what they do um, and, and to just a building and, 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 and to their own personal use? Like, I really want to jump into that, man. I, I really, really want to jump into that. So before I jump into that, you know, y'all, y'all too want to kind of jump in on this a little bit before we really start digging in on it. Or should I just proceed? <laughs> Look, I, I, I think you should just proceed, man. We can, we okay. can follow where you, where you coming from on this one. All right. All right cool. Cool. Okay. Um, so I'm going to just get into the real life scenario here. Um, I have a brother close, the very close brother to me. And um, I did talk to him about this. I did ask for his, for his permission to share the story and he gave me the green light. So I didn't want to go ahead and put people out there, mm -hmm. you know, and, and then come back and be like, yo, bro, why are you talking about that? My people will see that we got problems now. I, I share something with you, blah, blah, blah. Y'all know how I go. Right. Right. So, um, but I, a brother of mine, a good, good brother of mine. Um, he has a, um, a, 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 a 501c, um, a nonprofit and, you know, what he does is he feeds the homeless and, you know, he has a, a building that he works with, a company that he works with. They feed the homeless. They have a, um, a, um, a soup kitchen type of thing going on. And, you know, his, his church had a meeting, his pastor or bishop rather had a meeting. And the basis of the meeting was, you know, the bishop wanted to know or wanted to attach the ministry to the outside endeavor that had nothing to do with that church. And he brought it to me and another brother of mine. Um, and, you know, we were just kind of like, why is that? Like, why does something that he's doing outside of the church and his own personal thing that he took time to build up, that he took time to do paperwork and all of the things that he know to make it legal, to make it right so that nothing can come at him and nothing can you know hold him back. Why do why did his bishop feel the need to want to attach the church to that when it had nothing to do with the church at all? So this is what this is why I'm posing the question like this is an outside endeavor. We can we want to get into the creative part, but the outside endeavor. Why do we feel as though because we are the church? Why do we feel as though we have to attach our names and our ministries and our our building to people that are doing things outside of that? Not that it does not have to, anything to do with the kingdom. It has everything to do with the kingdom of God, but not just the local body. Why do we have to make the attachment all the time? That's my question. Why do we feel like we have to be attached to that? Let that man or let that person go ahead and run their thing that they're doing, that they took the time to build up, that they took the time to pray about and talk to God about and sow the seeds and, you know, make the sacrifices to get there. Why do we have to? Because they're doing well. We have to attach our names to it. And I'm saying we as the church, um, we have to attach our names to it. We have to kind of 
take the reins, so to speak, and try to say, hey, my member or my, 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 my associate is doing this, so we're doing this. No, 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 no. No. He's doing that or she's doing that. That has nothing to do with the person, the uh, the building or the edifice. That has nothing to do with the personal attachment to the building. That has everything to do with what God has given them to do. So why do why do we feel like we have to attach it? Why can't we, if we want to be a part of that, why can't we do the thing that we need to do to get a part of that on our own? Why do we feel like we have to take from them and just attach it to them? That's that's my question. That's my question. Y'all go ahead. Hmm. All right. Ryan, you, yeah. you want to go? You want to swing first on this one? Yeah. Yeah. I'm uh let the pastor go last. <laughs> <laughs> um man, that we uh we it's another heavy topic. <laughs> um I feel like we had fun last week, but then we you know, we getting right back into the heavy. <laughs> heaviness. Uh, nah, so to me, um, and I and I have examples too. And I, you know, I didn't ask for permission, so I'm not going to share it. Um, so, but it's so pretty much the same thing that you're talking about that I've seen um, happen plenty of times, actually, in different situations. And to me, it it comes down to what I don't understand. Maybe some pastors feel like a part of being a pastor is to make sure the 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 people, the 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 flock is not flourishing Um, to make sure that their gifts are not being utilized and also to make sure that they're in control of everything that no matter what's going on, because they're the pastor. Now that means that they're in charge of when, when God wants to use this person for whatever and how God wants to use this person for whatever and whenever. And I'm, I'm just, I, and I don't understand it, but at the same time, it goes back to, I think it goes back to us as human beings still having pride and and ego Um, when it comes, especially when you're in leadership, you know, some people just get the, this, this aura of, uh, you know, I'm in charge and, and, and don't understand that the best leaders are the greatest servants. This is from Jesus. So it's not about you trying to control other people. It's about you serving other people. And so I think when you have pastors um, doing this type of thing, and it goes back to, you know, we said this before, it just puts a bad mark on the church again. Because now people are going to be, worried about whether you know if god is calling me to do something now i gotta whether i gotta worry if i gotta get approval from the pastor when this is not this is not the catholic church you know we we have the holy spirit too 
<laughs> it ain't just the pastor. You know, uh, we 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 have been uh, when we became born again, we entered into that 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 access to be able to 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 have God commune with us and speak to us. So and that's another thing. You know, only the pastor can you know can hear a word from God, but that's not that's not fi- found in the Bible. Um, so those are all those things that again are, are playing into this control thing, this, 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 this idea that I have to be, if I'm a pastor, I have to be in control. I have to make sure that nobody's supposedly outshining me. Um, because I've seen that. That's not what a pastor is supposed to be. And again, like it's, and yeah, it's just, it's just hard to see this over and over and over again. And I'm sure we all have experiences where we've seen this over and over again. But um, to me, it's just it's just a, a bad look. It's a bad look. And again, these there's people who are moving away from the church because of this. This is partly the reason why there's people not going to church anymore. They still believe in Jesus, but they're not going to church anymore. And I'm not saying that I agree with them not going to church at all. But this is this is what the enemy uses for that. You know what I mean? And this is causing a huge problem in in the church today. Um, just one of the issues that we have. But, yeah, to me, it just goes back to to wanting to be in control and wanting to uh, not let uh, not allowing the gifts to stir up in people. I mean, that, that was supposed to be the job, right? To have, you're supposed to be stirring up the gifts, not taking the gift away, not trying to conceal other people's gifts. And it, it just goes to show you that we're not, not we're not, but as as a church and, you know, the, the, the leaders at times cannot, is not in tune with with the Lord. You know what I mean? And I don't know, Sometimes I'm like, how did they even become a pastor? You know what I mean? Like, who gave them approval? You know what I mean? Or they didn't even, you know, they, they felt like they didn't need approval. You know what I mean? They didn't need anybody, any elders, any 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 support whatsoever. Um, so, yeah, it's just, it's just sad. It's, an, it's, an, it's another uh, unfortunate thing that happens. And I think, again, the best way, one of the best ways to to address it is have episodes like this, you know what I mean? Where we point it out and we, we hope that when we encounter these things and when people encounter these things, they, they can understand what's happening and not just go along with it because that's the pastor and you ain't supposed to say nothing bad about the pastor. Touch not thou anointed, which doesn't have nothing to do with what they think it has something to do with, you know what I mean? So, that's another thing, you know, you're not even supposed to speak against the pastor, you know what I mean? But yeah, I can go on and on. I'm, I'm a pastor to CK. <laughs> well, before, before protect your neck, jump in, because I know he's about to start slicing. That's why he called protect your neck, because, you know, you're going to get sliced. Um, so, um, you know, before before we we, we turn we turn CK loose really quick. Um, I wanted to share a couple of uh, quotes from this very podcast that we are referring to. Um, one of the quotes from this podcast was 
churches. Let me see. Do I want to read that one first? Um, all right, I'll read. I'll read this one first because Ra kind of hit on this one. Um, the first quote is: "Too many churches are hoarders of spiritual gifts." That was one of the quotes from the podcast, and uh, that's jumped out to me. And I have uh, two. I have two more, but I, I definitely want CK to get his in before uh, because we still got to talk about creatives too. Because you know this is an issue that creatives have. You know because you know, creatives, their gifts, their gifting is not always, I guess, uh, hmm, how can I put this? Their gifting is not always meant to be inside of the building. I'll say that. I can put it like that. So uh, go ahead, CK. Go ahead, get, go ahead and, 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 and cut, cut them up, and then I can come back and try to patch them up, and then we can cut them up some more. Oof. All right, man. Okay, there's a lot. Oh, gosh. Okay. There's a lot to unpack here. Um, the topic in and of itself is just there's a lot. Um, Steph, you know, you brought out some some good points in, in the testimony that you shared. Um, but but Raj just kind of, oh, man, he just pretty much like set up a bunch of them in front of this firing squad. And then it's like, you know, he, he opened it up. Yes, yeah, he did. He, he opened it up. And um, wow. Um, so that's why I'm called protecting that. I got you now. Okay. Um, whoo, man, it is, I, I, I got, I have notes here. Just like, what, what do I really want to hit first? Um, um, all right. So, all right, here, here's, here's what I come up with. Kingdom insecurity. That's the problem. Mm. Kingdom insecurity. Mm. Um, I, I remember when we kind of, when we first kind of, talked about in like pre 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 production sitting around eating food you know um kicked this around and we, we kind of mentioned kings and castles um you know what i mean by that is is pastors and their churches and their own little kingdoms um man there's so many different ways i can i can hit this um wh- one of the things um i, I think like that ride was hitting on comes from insecurity um that there are pastors who um I would say, I don't think, I would hope, let's put it that way. I would hope that they don't think that they could control everything, that they should control all of the people. I, I think sometimes they take on too much responsibility when it comes to that. And in taking on too much responsibility, they take on the wrong responsibility. Um, a shepherd's job is not to, when it comes to people, you know, a shepherd's job is not to control the people. Um, it's to lead them, it's to guide them, but they have to make their own choices. Um, they have to make their own decisions. Um, we, we don't control it. You know, one thing I can say, man, and just listening to this, um, I, I love how the Lord uses, you know, our, our ministry. Um, I, I got to put on my pastor hat right now um, because I encourage the people like, look, if, if I say anything, you have a question about it, stop me in the middle of a sermon and ask. Um you know, I'm I'm not, and, and one thing I'll, I'll always tell them, I'm not perfect. I will make mistakes. Um, if you feel like you don't, you want to go to a church where you'll never be offended, this is not the place for you. I pretty much promise you somewhere along mm. the line in our relationship together, I will offend you um, and vice versa. But that's how we learn to love and forgive one another, um, extending grace and mercy. But, you know, when it, when it comes to pastors, um, I, I've seen it. Um, I've witnessed it. I've been a part of it myself um, being, you know, the victim 
of the control of others. Um, but at the same time, uh, you know, blessed to come from a ministry that supported myself, you know, supported me in what I was doing as far as an outside venture. Um, but I've, I've seen in, in that same place where some would question, like, you know, the control, like, why are you? And that question was thrown out there, like, why, why are you trying to control me? What are you trying to do? Um, and, you know, I don't I don't want to say too much before we jump into the creatives, because I think that's where I'm kind of kind of leaning more towards, you know, a lot of those people who felt that way. Um, but, you know, one thing I can say is like, you know, if you start something and you have a business, you have something, it, it's different. Like Steph said, you know, it's different. You know, it's for the kingdom. You're doing it for God. But all of a sudden they want it to become part of their kingdom, the, the little kingdom, lowercase k, their their castle. You know, I I, I want to oversee this. The next thing you know, you, you don't got kicked out of your own business or it's not up to the standard that you had it before because now we have to have committee meetings. Um, can brother such and such show up? I got to wait for sister, you know, whoever who wasn't involved in it from the start, who all of a sudden don't agree with what we're doing. Now she's got a problem or he's got a problem. And now we're trying to change what, you know, the Lord has had me to establish and to build up. You know, and so we we I'm I'm gonna say we not in the we like me sense, but we as a church, um, since we're talking about the body of Christ and we're all a part of that body, that we uh, unfortunately have a tendency to feel like you know these people are mine. Um <laughs> these people are mine, and so you know, I need them to do what I want them to do. Um, is a whole nother topic of conversation when we get to that point where, you know, pastors feel like, you know, they're the only voice uh, or they're the only one with ears to hear God. You know, another thing that I, I say constantly, look, I, I shouldn't be the only voice that's speaking here. Um, I might be the main one, uh, but I'm surely not the only one. And, you know, if, if God can make a donkey talk and he gives me wise things to say, then surely anybody else can do the same thing. Um but yeah, it's you know I, I'm 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 gonna leave that there, um, and and I'm gonna come for the neck a little bit differently after Brother Coldplay after Mr. DJ Coldplay takes this. Uh, let let take us to the next level, sir. All right. Um. So, <clears throat> excuse me. The next the next quote that I that that stood out to me, uh, that that Tim said was churches have been bad at have been bad at helping people find their purpose. Churches have been bad at helping people find their purpose. Hmm. And chew on that for a second. Chew That's on that for a second. Stay live moment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I, and I, and I do kind of, I, I do agree with that. Um, you know, just from, you know, personal experience, you know, and, and everything that both of you guys said was, was very on point. You know, as, as far as like the control and the manipulation and, you know, listen to me and, you know, I'm the only voice that you need to be listening to and, you know, things of that, things like that. But as the church, do have we been really that bad at helping people find their purpose? Like, have we been directing people? You know, have we been telling people like, hey, man, follow your keys, uh, follow, <clears throat> not necessarily follow your heart all the time because we know that the heart is deceitfully wicked. But follow your keys. What is it? What is it you're passionate about? What makes you tick? What makes you go? That's something that God placed in you. You know, what is it that you have a passion to do? 
you know, or what is it that makes you want to fix that because you see there's an issue with that and that you know that within you, you have a solution for that. You should go for that. You should go after that. Um, you know, why don't we, we, again, as a church, help people find their purpose? Maybe because we don't really know ours as leaders. Maybe we don't know. Maybe we have been elevated too fast. Maybe we have... Um, Maybe we've been put up too fast. You know, maybe we need to do more self-reflection. Maybe we need to do some more of these things, you know, and, and once we find our purpose, then now we could turn around and say, hey, all right, I found me. Now I can help direct and find you. Maybe I don't know all of it, but look, I can probably assist you. You know, I can kind of kind of give you something that I've learned, you know, that may help you. Um, have we been bad at helping people find their purpose? And then I'll, you know, we'll get into the creative. The next quote is leading right into the creatives. But, you know, Ra, CK, you want to jump in on that one? I guess I'll, I'll jump in. Um, I want to be, I want to be honest here. Um, I always, not always, but lately I've been like thinking about what, People say, like, find your purpose a lot. Um, and I'm and I'm trying to figure out I'm trying to like I understand. What that could mean. Um, but it's always it's it's kind of ambiguous or you can you can take it as ambiguous, meaning like you don't know. It doesn't it's not easily defined. You know what I mean? And even if um, you could say that, okay, my purpose, you know, for an example, like my purpose, my purpose is to be a missionary, you know what I mean? Like to, uh, you know, some country in Africa. But I think that the way I think about it, that kind of limits what God can do in a way that says that, you know, this one thing is my purpose. I think that as we submit our will to God's, whatever he's leading you to do in that moment, that's your purpose. Um, and I think that at least for me, the way I could look at it and say that, you know, what is, a, what is your purpose? I leave room for that. Like I leave room for, whatever direction God is going to send me in, because you can be a missionary. And this is an example. You can be a missionary for five years and you thought that was your purpose, but now God wants to lead you somewhere else. You know what I mean? And I, I so that, that's just the way I, I think I look at it when you say purpose. Now, back to what you were saying about, are we doing a bad job? Um, or is the church doing a bad job in leading people to their purpose? I think that's a part of it. I think every, everyone, every believer should have the, should have a basic same purpose, um, which is to represent God, serve God and uh, fulfill the great commission. Right. Like that should be everybody in whatever way you do that. Now, I, I do think as as leaders, like I mentioned before, your gift is connected. I think your gift is connected to your purpose. 
So how, what does it mean to stir that up? Like I was saying before, we're not stirring those gifts, which means that we're not preparing people for their purpose, I think. Um, and I think what CK said, again, that they're, because, or I don't know if it was you, uh, Steph, that said they're, the gifts is being uh stifled or maybe i said i don't know but we 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 talked about how the gift is being stifled people's gifts are being uh stifled and i think that's a part of why they're not being stirred up <laughs> you know what i mean like because they because you're not allowing people to grow you're not god has given them and what god has given them is for the benefit of his kingdom, which you're a part of. So we should be championing. We should be, we should be cheering on people uh, doing what God told them to do. Um, but I think to have that, the idea of what, a, what your purpose is, you need to understand that you, you need to be led by the spirit. And if you're not led by the spirit, you're not going to fulfill your purpose. And if you had that idea that your purpose could just be this one thing, it may not be just limited to that. It could be that and other things. That's all I'm saying. So, um, and I think, again, those, the leaders in our lives are supposed to be able to, to stir that gift up um, in whatever way that, that it needs to be stirred up. Sometimes, you know, we need to sit down, <laughs> you know what I mean? If we're not ready to to be able to do things, you know what I mean? So I do understand that. But I think that um, the, those your purpose has to be stirred up just as just like your gift has to be stirred up. And I think it's our as leaders, it's their job to stir it up. And, and it's also our job as brothers and sisters in Christ is not just, just on the leaders is on us too. You know what I mean? We can't be hating on our brothers and sisters also, you know? So yeah, that's how I look at it. All right, cool. All right. You, you, le you left me two good points there. Um, well, you left me a lot of good points, but there's two, two points I want to make um, about that. Um, what you just said. Um, while it's fresh in my mind, let me pull up this comment uh, real quick, left by one of our faithful followers, um, Sister Dina Coles. says, I think we have overcomplicated purpose. Absolutely. Our purpose is to do the will of God and to give him glory. Uh, I agree wholeheartedly that we have um, overcomplicated this purpose thing. Um, one of the issues, and, and, it, and it falls on both sides um, when it comes to, you know, we're we not uh, helping people to get to their purpose or understand their purpose. Um, for one, you know, I, I think to a certain extent, we ourselves are still trying to, to, to understand our purpose um, outside of just the, the simplicity of doing the will of God and pleasing him. Um, but we're trying to understand what it is that God wants us to do. And the problem sometimes in that is that people are reliant on the pastor or the leaders to tell them what to do. 
And that's really not our function to tell you what to do, to tell you. Now, that's not to say that we might not have some type of understanding or, um, you know, just kind of an insight on, you know, some of your giftings or whatever. Um, I believe in putting people in positions to succeed. Um, but also at the same time, it, it goes back to that kingdom insecurity. Um, one way to help a person stir up their gift is allowing them to try different things um, within reason, um, within the church, within ministry. Um, I am a firm believer that you find your gifting or your understanding of your purpose in service, in, in doing something for others. Um, it was in, you know, volunteering one day years, many years ago when a Sunday school teacher was missing and say, hey, you know what, let me get a crack at it to find out how much I enjoy teaching, how much I enjoy working with the youth that turned into, uh, you know, a whole ministry career, um, you know, and serving, you know, hey, I, I don't mind singing. Let me sing with you guys. Let me, you know, I, I, I you know, whether whatever it is, you find out somebody that, you know, has a, an understanding or, or desire to do something, being willing to let them, you know, to let them have a crack at it, but also accepting the fact that they're not going to be perfect at it. Um, you know, sometimes we stress so much perfection that we don't allow people to grow and to find out that purpose or to understand that gift. People grow into gifts. Um, you know, I, one of the things that I love, I don't know where I got the saying from, but we have to give each other the grace to grow. So in other words, we're going to fall, we're going to stumble, but it's all a part of the growth process. You don't sit somebody down because they made a mistake, they messed up, oh, now we can never use you. You know, we, we have to, you know, too many times that they, they, the old people used to say, you throw out the baby with the bathwater. You know, you don't do that. Just throw out the bathwater, you know, keep the baby. The baby still got to grow. And so, you know, that that's one of those things, where, you know, overcomplicating the purpose. The, the other thing uh, now starting to slip my mind. Um, one of the points that you made as, as well when it comes to stirring up the gift and, and I kind of combined it to. Um, was that, you know, and understanding, you know, we've got to get past the insecurities. Um, someone may be a more talented speaker than you, a better singer than you, uh, a better dancer than you, you know. Um, someone may, you know, have a moment where, um, whew, man, if <laughs> I'm about to say something, I'm about to tell on myself and somebody going to listen to this, they, got, they might get mad, but that's all right. When folk are calling on you, and you you can't look at it as a leader and say they they trying to take my shine. You don't have no shine. Mm. Um, you know they're getting too big. Uh, they, they they're getting bigger than what they think they are. So I need to pull them back and humble them. Um, when you know it wasn't prideful. Um, it's just a matter that others saw a gift and decided to pull on it. Um, you know I'm one of those people that believe you know look pull on someone's gift. You know, if you see someone and you recognize a gifting in someone, sometimes you have to challenge that. Uh, we, we've gotten into uh, another thing. Oh, well, I'm about to go. Uh, we've gotten into this other thing about, you know, stay in your lane. Well, well, last time I drove somewhere, everywhere I go is multiple lanes. My direction is I'm, I'm headed to the kingdom, but I might not be in just this one lane. Uh, mm. There may be times like what Rob was saying. Yep. Thank you. That's what it was. What Rob was saying, there are times where you might have to shift lanes 
because where you're headed to requires you to move over to another section because maybe that you need to slow down or maybe you need to speed up or maybe there's obstacles in the way and that might require you to shift and understanding that your purpose might not be just simply one thing but in a nutshell everything goes back to what you know sister coles was saying you know, our will is to do, you know, our our purpose is to do the will of God and whatever pleases him. And we, we've got another comment. I'm going to read this comment real quick. And, and DJ, I'm going to throw it back to you, sir. I'm um, from uh, Lanique Nelson. I, hopefully I'm saying that right. It says, amen. I think if that's God my mom. Oh, that's your mom. <laughs> my What's mama. up, mom? How you doing, mom? What's oh, going on, mom? Big, big Rob mom in the house support and culture gang all right <laughs> i think if god has shown you your purpose it's up to you to carry it out and the pastor should encourage that but sometimes leadership becomes too controlling and wants to do everything amen mm-hmm. i agree mm-hmm. i agree our facebook user says yes say that again indeed <laughs> <laughs> you know they we we mm-hmm. you know we and, and you know the universal term we become too controlling we we want to you know we want to call the shots on everything and you know sometimes sometimes the best thing a leader can do is just step back Whew, just step back and move out the way mm-hmm. yeah <clears throat> excuse me stepping back and moving out the way and and allowing people to be who they are especially when they are creative <laughs> creative um that's like a new term creatives like i haven't heard the word creatives and creative so much until like this last year year and a half maybe since the pandemic i've heard creatives 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 i was like you know i mean we know it's a word in the english dictionary but it's like man i've never heard it used so much mm. especially within the, the the confines of church and ministry and all of that you know creatives this creatives that um but you know for those that that have people like that in ministry um you know creatives as i said before creatives don't always have the gifting that is supposed to be inside of the building and always used in the building and in the building only um and one of the things that churches do to creatives is dampen their creativity by relegating their gifting to just church it's not supposed to go outside of church it's just church Uh, one of the examples that tim used was an artist who does paintings and, you know, the pastor would come and say, hey, you should just do a painting inside the building. You know, you should just do this for your church, you know, and it was an Easter service. And, you know, the praise and worship and, and, and the liturgical, liturgic, liturgic, the dancers, <laughs> the praise <laughs> dancers. <laughs> I took a crack at that word <laughs> and it just didn't happen for me. <laughs> but the praise dancers are dancing to create, uh, you know, the. Um, the, the dancers are dancing and do, you know, whoever is painting and then, you know, they flip it over. It's the face of Jesus and the crowd goes wild and, and this all of that. And then, you know, another thing that he was pointing out, he was like, OK, so, yeah, they do that. But what about them outside of the church? Like, do you go to their art shows? Do you support them? Why is it only supported when it's done inside of the building and not outer side of the building? So. Why do we these people that are creative and I'm just using art art was the example that he used, but there are many creatives. They do different things. People have like creative genes and they do different things. They may, you know, they may do something 
uh, and I'm trying to get out outside of the art thing, but you know, all I can think of is art. <laughs> so they, they might do something that's outside of art or something that they do with their hands and they may build things and different things. And then all the time it's just, oh, you should just do this for God. Well, yes, I am doing it for God. Just because I'm not doing it in the building doesn't mean that I'm not doing it for God. Just because, uh, you know, you don't see me doing it inside of your facility doesn't mean that it's still not touching and affecting lives. You know, who knows who may get saved because of something that I did outside of the church. You know what I mean? It may draw somebody to God. It may uh, be a witness or used as a tool to witness. So why does the church do creatives like that? Why do we as the church dampen them by just relegating their 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 gifting to just the building. It can only happen in the building. It's only anointed when it happens in the building. It's only blessed by God when it happens in the building. Anything outside of the building, that's not God. It's only God when it's inside the building. We have to stop that because, like I said, we all have gifts. We all have anointings. We all have different things that God has anointed us to do that helps with our purpose and that draws pe people to him. So I think us as the church, we have to stop limiting, you know, people that are really creative, people that um, really have a gifting to do other things. Like maybe my gift is selling houses. I can't just sell houses to church folks. Let's just be real, because church folks probably don't pay their bills anyway. So I can't. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But if I sell, you know, if I just sell church uh, uh, houses, houses to church folks, that's dampening my creativity. That's limiting the window that I have. That is limiting the effect and the reach that I could have versus me just selling houses on the market. Who knows what could happen? You know, so. um why do we do that? And I'll just let you guys go. And then that's going to be it for the night because we're already we're in overtime tonight. We're in overtime. Right. But this is we're this live. is good. This is good <laughs> stuff. We're live and we're overtime. So this is good stuff. But, you know, and I definitely, you know, want to make sure that, you know, our creatives, the ones that listen to the podcast and the ones that's going to hear it eventually and sooner that, you know, we're we're we got y'all backs and we understand, you know, the struggle and the fight. You know what I mean? That it is when you you your 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 gift mm -hmm. is just being relegated to the building and it's not effective outside of the building. The devil is a liar. Please be creative wherever God tells you to be creative. Build what he tells you to build. Do what he tells you to do. Say what he tells you to say. Imagine and think what he tells you to think. Why? Because it is for him. It is not just relegated to the building. Do I have anything against the building? No, but the building has a purpose. And that's mm -hmm. for fellowship. That's for fellowship and for strengthening. That's it. Get a word. And keep going. So whoever want to grab grab the mic and go, it's on you. All right. We'll switch it up. I, I, I'll take it first. And then we, we, we throw it back, Ra. Um, so, all right. I just want to say this. You know, whether whether you're creative or, or like, like you know, like DJ Coldplay was saying, whether it's um, creative or whatever you consider it, um, let me let me jump on these comments real quick. So I don't, don't want to miss anybody. Um, yes, Sister Coles was going Bruh. for about your um your, your butchering of the word liturgical. Um, yeah, she she went at you. Um, you know, great great show Facebook. User. That's 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 my missus. Um, she on she be incognito tonight. Oh, um, she hiding her name tonight. Uh, <laughs> oh, you hiding? Come on out and stop Bruh. hiding. Mom is saying that's so true because the church is for us to come together to build up and to edify. Then we're supposed to go out and do the work. Um, amen. amen. I, look, mom's on point tonight. 
um <laughs> for real like because that's the truth um and that's honestly you know and and thank you for helping me to to to, to understand a better way to, to to say my point is that you know we as 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 leaders I'll, I'll put it that way we as leaders have to understand we say we know what kingdom is but sometimes we act like we don't um and we think the kingdom is confined to our little buildings um, and I don't care how big the building is, and I do mean our little buildings. The building is just the building. The building is not the church. And when we understand that we, the people, are the church, then everywhere we go is church. And therefore, everywhere we go as children of God, as the church of God, as the body of Christ, is the kingdom. And we are to yeah. operate um, at the utmost highest level of operation wherever that kingdom might be. So when I'm at work and I'm doing my job, it is kingdom business because I am representing the king. Um, it, it doesn't matter where my paycheck, who signs it or whatever, I represent the king. Amen. And when people see the excellence of the work that I do, whether I'm flipping burgers or painting houses or building houses or fixing cars, when people see the excellence of what I do, my job then when the credit comes my way is to reflect the glory back to God. Hey, God made this possible. I give him glory and honor. That becomes a testimony and you don't know who you might reach because of that. And because the the at times, and, and, and I say the church, and, and I, I want to say this because I always, I always feel kind of hard, kind of bad saying that. It, it's not every church. You know, we just want to put that out there. It's not every church. Definitely. You know, I don't, I've never been to every church, so I can't speak for every church. I, I, I generally try to stay away from, you know, generalities when it comes to things like that. Um, but it's true, you know, far too many. I've seen it myself, you know, and I've been a part of it myself as a, a quote-unquote creative at one point in time where others now the church that i was doing these things at they supported me um to an extent um but then others were like hey can you do this and i'm like sure here's the price oh i thought this was for the kingdom um oh wait oh, no this is for the kingdom because the work i do is with excellence and it's taking time to do this and it's taking uh it took me skills and 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 time and money to learn how to do this to hone this craft in order mm. to do it to the glory of god and so we got to be we have to be careful i'm gonna say something that a lot of pastors like to throw around about the workman being worthy of his hire but then you try to look at the workman that's work, that's doing the work and like, hey, let me give you um, this little love gift. And it's like, wow, you don't really love me because this gift is nothing. Um, and it's not that they're being ungrateful, but I mean, come on. I, I, look, I'll, I'll go to the other side. I'll, I'll make folks mad. It's OK. Um, protect your neck. Right. OK. <laughs> so, you know, we've got to get past that and understanding, you know, there's a thing about being transparent. And, and open when it comes to, you know, dealing with these these people, especially when when it comes down to finances. Let's let's get real, because um, a lot of it has to do with that. A lot of what we're talking about really kind of goes back to finances as well. We want you to do these things for the kingdom because we're looking at the discount that you should be giving us um, because you know how to build. You know how to do the plumbing. You know how to do electrical. You know how to do paintings. We want to do this. We want to do that. You decorate very well. Use that gift for the kingdom, meaning my castle. Decorate my castle um, mm -hmm. is, is, is sometimes what, what, what they're saying. And we've, we've got to get away from that. You know, because this at the same time, you call a plumber to your house, he's going to charge you, you know, and he's going to charge you. And you're not going to argue with him about, you know, well, hey, uh, I heard you were a Christian plumber. 
You know, you've got a cross on the back of your van. I sure do. Um, Jesus paid the price, but not for your plumbing. And so, you know, you're going to do what you're going to pay that bill. Um, and so, you know, it, it's we, we, we've got to be careful um, that the respect um, it goes two ways, you know, and, and, and you know, I've, I've seen and, and I've, last thing I'm going to say, and I promise, I've, I've seen the flip side of it, too, where those creatives have abused the church. Um, I, I was part of, of, of one thing, and I'm not saying any names, um, where there was this uh, this singer who was a professional singer, and it became a part of the ministry. But whenever the pastor would say, would you mind getting up to do a solo? Just bless the house. Oh, y'all don't pay me for that. I didn't come here to sing. I only sang out there. And so it was a really bad look. And, and, and so, you know, just to say, just so the pastors can say, well, if somebody got our back, we got your back too. <laughs> you know, we, we got your back too. Um, we, we've got the back of the kingdom. And so we just want to put all sides out there. And, and Rye, you can take it, bro. Man, uh, ain't too much to add to that, to be honest. Um, uh, I guess, you know, when we were talking before, um, uh, what Steph was talking about, you know, the creatives. First of all, I always think of um, our friend Fan because, you know, she does the free creatives. <laughs> She's a movie producer and things like that. So, um but, you know, going to that point, um, I think I guess I'm going to go in a little different angle that CK just went. Uh, I think that uh, sometimes we we also think that our gift has to like you have to constantly say Jesus <laughs> or you have to, you know, if there's a painting, it has to be about it has to be Jesus or it has to be this, you know, something. You want to, it, you want it, you want it. You know it. what I mean? And and I think we got to get away from that. And I'm and I'm not just talking about the pastors, all of us. You know what I mean? We we you know, as the church, we we uh we we talk about people like, oh, this person's not doing this for God just because he didn't say Jesus. That means he's not doing it for God. <laughs> you know, and that's not that's not the case, you know. Um I think we got to be to me that just that this sounds like a religious spirit you know what i mean just someone that says you know you just have to say jesus you know you have to involve the name jesus in whatever you're doing you know um if it's a plumbing company it has to be jesus plumbing you know what i mean like, <laughs> like it's you know, we know people that it's really like that. That's really how Bro. they feel. You know, Bro. and it's ridiculous. And I, and I think that's I, a way that's stifling <laughs> the growth of people because everything has to be literally about Jesus in a way. And like CK said, whatever you're doing, you doing it in a in a in a uh in a manner that represents Christ. You don't have to say Jesus. You know what I mean? Let your example right. Sister Cole's religious. You know what I mean? You know, let your let your uh your example of doing the job, doing whatever you're doing to the best of your ability and letting allowing people to see that you don't have to put Jesus on it because he is already on it. You know what I mean? And I think that's something that we we get a little carried away with, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So that's all I gotta say. 
<laughs> Yo, okay, what wifey say? She says, "It's my wife." She says, "It really matters when you also display the fruit of the spirit. You can have spiritual gifts and do the work of God, but none of the matters if you don't display the fruit of the spirit, doing it out of love." Come on, Chris. Facts. Come on, Chris. That's it. That's it. Yo, I, I, we both had to. Me and CK, we both had to laugh out loud like when you said everything has to have something to do with Jesus. That <laughs> I know, like, because the the thing is, I know folks like that would that have companies, yes. and they it, ha, it has their the naming of their company has to have something to do with the church, with Jesus, with anointing, <laughs> all of it, all of it, and it's so funny. Yeah, my wife. I think my me and my wife had a conversation about this a long time ago, not even that, not too long ago. But it was funny because I was like, "Why?" She was like, "Why does it have to be that name? Like, can't it just be this name?" And she was like, "It's religious." Like, and I was like, "Well, I, I was like, well, maybe you know me, you know the inner pastor in me just wanting to see the good out of it. It's like, well, maybe that's what God told them." She was like, "No, babe, it's religious. Like, no." I was like, all right, I, I, I ain't gonna argue Ooh. back and forth with you. I'm not gonna go. We we not gonna do this. Come here, let me kiss them good lips of yours. Uh -oh. <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But but seriously, man. Um, you know, and I'm glad, CK, that you you brought it up that it is it's two sided. You know, in the scenario that you used, that was that was eye opening because I've definitely seen that too. It's like y'all don't pay me to do this. Y'all don't y'all don't pay me to y'all don't pay me to do this. I'm only here to to get let's just I'm only here, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm only here for the preaching, or I'm only here, you know, to get fed, or I'm only here, you know, for the fellowship. I'm not here to sing, I'm not here to do anything. Mm -hmm. So it's like, oh, okay, all right. I mean, you know, all right. You just sitting in the church being getting fat. <laughs> yeah, you're exactly. just getting fed. You ain't surfing, you ain't doing nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, um, so definitely um we might have to we might have to swing around and do this this one again yeah because i i feel like it's more it's more that that could be said i definitely feel like it's more so we we may have to you know put a pin on this one and come back to a part two of this particular show um yes. because it's definitely more that needs to be said and more that we can dig into more scenarios we can bring up and more scriptures mm -hmm. and and different things that we can say to express the points of of you know being creative and you know using your gifts you know to serve the kingdom but not necessarily the building so um you know that's that's it, just, just i'm sorry just real quick that's another reason i mean our show is called Co culture gang yes sir you know it's, it's not christ Jeez. culture gang or, or jesus <laughs> <laughs> you know it's some people that's upset of our because of the name. They know we believers, but we don't got you know Christ in the in the name, and you know, or we didn't open the Bible like we didn't literally open the Bible or something. So, you know, all of those things play into it. But I just wanted to point that out. Like this is we're going against the that idea just by our name itself. <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Because you know, when you see culture gang, you automatically think something other than quote unquote spirituality. <laughs> a a a a a loving loving a loving wife of mine you need to get off of this the oh, thread Lord. and turn on the game like that's what you need to do get off the thread turn on the game <laughs> yeah but uh yeah I, i'm that we're definitely church? 
yeah, which church? How about that? Which one? <laughs> we got Living Forward. We got Relationship Matters Ministries. And uh, Rob, what's the, what's the name of your, your church? Grace and Peace. <laughs> Grace and Peace. Yeah. So, you know, maybe we can all pray about it and, and see which church to submit the name to. <laughs> <laughs> And see, so we can get it approved, you know, by our, by, well, I'm the pastor. So, hey. <laughs> <laughs> CK's the pastor. <laughs> and Ra, she, you, you, you definitely climbing up the ranks, my guy. So you definitely. Yeah. But thank God that, that, that we, you know, we own this name of Culture Gang. And this was a collaborative effort. And, mm-hmm. you know, we all came together and, you know, we just felt led to say, I guess I'm being religious right now. We felt led, right? Um, you know, we we felt like Culture Gang was the right was the right name to name this show. Um, right. Other than that, man, hey, listen, this was the show tonight. I think we're we're definitely going to come back and do a part two of this because this is needed. This is needed, and I think that um this 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 show will help reach those who feel limited and boxed in by you know leadership you know, by limiting to them to just doing what they need to do in the building and not saying, Hey, go out, go. Cause the commission was what go, go out, go out. Right. Jesus never said stay in. He said, go out, go out. He told the disciples, go ye therefore and t- teach all nations, you know, go, go out. So it was never to stay in the building. Like I said, the building has a purpose. We come in, we fellowship, we get fed, we encourage and get strength from each other. And then we go right back out. We get, we come in, refill get dispatched right back out so yeah so this was the show tonight man if you have enjoyed it if you have enjoyed it please like share and subscribe please like share and subscribe culture gang podcast man this will be on audio platforms soon very very soon we got to take it you know we got to you know chop it up edit and then release it to the audio podcast apple spotify uh anchor you know, those those are the audio platforms. And uh, I said Apple, correct? Yes, yep, I yep. did say Apple. OK, so um, if you love what you're hearing and you want to uh, email us, culturegang316 at gmail.com, culturegang316 at gmail.com. Email us, man. Let us know how you let us know your thoughts. Let us know even suggestions. You know, if you just want to holler at us, man, we will get back to you. All three of us see our emails and we we, we get back. Um, don't forget, we also are on Patreon. We also are, are we are also on Patreon. So <laughs> let's uh yeah, I've been I've been stumbling over words all night tonight. So y'all, y'all got to forgive me. Y'all got to forgive me. I've been stumbling. My brother's been been picking me up tonight, so you know. Usually, I, I, usually I'm the hype one, but I, I've been a little subdued tonight. But you know, because this this topic was so heavy mm-hmm. on my mind and on my heart, and then you know, with the with the topic before, you know, before we, before we got into the main topic was heavy. So you know, it was a little bit more subdued because um, it's some heavy stuff, man. And we definitely want to make sure that we're reaching and talking about everything, not just church stuff. Like I said, this is culture game, so we cover the culture. So other than that, man, um, closing words for my brothers and then we gonna close it out. Man, that was so churchy. Jesus, help me. <laughs> closing, closing remarks. Yeah, Lord have mercy. Time. Help me. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, man, everything that needs to be said was said, man. It's, it's been awesome. I, we appreciate every comment that came in. Yes. You know, um, and everybody that viewed it, even if you didn't say anything, that we appreciate you coming on and jumping on. And, you know, we, we want to keep this going, man. You know, we appreciate 
everything. And hopefully, as we continue to grow, as uh, we continue to grow, you know, we can um, continue to expand. You know what I mean? And that's what it's about. God's been blessing us, uh, been blessing us tremendously with CK and everything that he brings. And yes, sir. Obviously, what, you know, what Coldplay brings and what I bring, it's all, it's all been awesome. So, um, so I just want to uh, just say, just continue to support in whatever way possible. And thank you for, for joining. Yep. Yep. Like, share, follow, subscribe, tell your neighbors, tell your in-laws, tell your outlaws, you know, <laughs> just, you know, leave those comments, drop those suggestions, you know, send that email, you know, maybe there's a topic uh, that you might like to hear us talk about, you know, get, let us uh, do a little research on it. Let us look it up. You know, might be something that you'll hear on the upcoming uh, Culture Gang podcast. And, you know, uh, I, I, I like the old saying from season one, you know, it ain't got to be perfect. Yes, sir. <laughs> Just yes, sir. Come on. Um, and, you know, we haven't done we haven't done away with that. You know, no. It's just already ingrained. We we know it already. So you know, right right now we we bridging the gap, and I don't know how well we doing with that, but you know, <laughs> we bridging the gap. And you know, shout out to to everyone you know that was chiming in tonight. All the comments from our wives and and from mom. You know, we appreciate um, the support. I'm calling the mom. That's right. I'm gonna call the mom. That's um, right. You know, the support That's and the mom. love that she's showing us for a great show. Um, and and you know. Sister Coles who keep clowning us, but that's all right. <laughs> we we love her too. <laughs> Over to you, DJ. All right, man. You know what? And just to give y'all just a little 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 snippet into the next one, we're definitely going to talk about Prophetess Bynum. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're gonna talk about that. Yeah, oh. buddy. Oh, we're going to talk about that. And we're going to talk about this other thing, Prophet Bernard Brown. Yeah, we're going to talk about him as well. Yes, sir. With these master prophet classes and all that. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I'm putting well, it out there now. Yeah, uh, buddy. So y'all definitely want to tune in to the next one. You know, <laughs> Culture Gang, we are out. Thanks once again. Is Everything has already been said and done. Now unto him that is a... No, I'm just playing, y'all. <laughs> I'm Wait, playing, yo. Can, can raise it. Right, right, raise it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. Yo, we out, man. Gang, gang, yo. Gang, gang. Gang, gang. We out. Culture Gang, what's up?